0: vaccine
1: or mra will ever flow through my fucking blood blood never i
0: will fucking die fucking fighting for my father's and my fucking lineage fuck these motherfuckers Folks, uh, two streams in a day, and today or oh, this evening, uh, we will be t- talking with uh, Dr. Joanna Dinart, Dinart. I never get the last name right, but uh, viral X ray crystallography and other methods for detections. And when I bring Joanna on, you'll understand why we've decided to talk about this topic um and it's just good to cover some basic science so let me just try and bring Joanna in uh yes it's a different it's for euro time today so Joanna can you hear me yeah i can hear you and we can hear you lovely lovely so i was sort of moving towards why we chose the title of, of the stream. But I actually think it's better you that relay the anecdote. Because it... I, I mean, I presume it was today that you had the encounter with the vet, right?
2: Oh, no. it's uh, It's been some days ago, and it was circulating in kind of groups exchanging questions and and got a spiraling hyperbole (laughs) Mm. um, so that a lawyer um, who is basically fighting for the vaccine injured and was involved in the pathology conference and all that Mm. cited an attack on him (laughs) um, by a veterinarian Mm. because um, Perhaps she
0: was... uh, just just for the audience, um, we should expand on who Arnold Burkar is because he's actually become a very pivotal individual.
2: Yes, in um, he's a um, stand, standing um, um, professor in pathology and has worked like in many places in the world and lectured and had his own institute and. Um, is not retired but um doesn't do too much did didn't do too much um but was con- consulted on questions after um sudden adult death <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um so he got involved by questions of patients. And basically, we got in contact and discussed how to prove if it's from the vaccine or an infection so that um, this uh, um staining and spike staining of the tissues that were recovered in the autopsies um, could be done in the aftermath and actually that's a pretty common um, immunochemistry um, method in virology to have specific antibodies against the surface of a virus so that, that you could stain the organs. We we did it in uh, transplants when we had for instance a hepatitis C patient uh, receiving an, a, a liver and then rejecting it or losing it, so you would want to know if it's the um, hepatitis reinfiltrating or if it's been the immunological rejections, for instance. Mm-hmm. As a question, that's but, uh, the clinical relevance of of these methods. And so they engaged in staining it, and they are basically the group proving. All the injuries that we saw clinically in the early days of the vaccines, and which are now <laughs> percolating to the surface of media attention, right? Yes. I think they are in. Contact well, with Ryan
0: Cole. Just for me, he's he's a uh, he's a hero for
2: getting the amyloid stains done. Yes. I'm... Yes, and. It... It was a constant conversation, also with um, with the peers and and the clinical um, relevance. And your your insights w- were um, brought in there to um, me. Mm-hmm. So it's um, Very good. it's it's a question. Um, we are working together worldwide, basically to get. The um, relevant data and doing the spiraling is no use. So that veterinarian was questioning the relevance or, or the existence of the spike protein as such, because she was questioning um, Anna Burkhardt's work with the staining of the spike protein, and she was telling everyone that it's not iso- it has not been isolated the spike protein. So and that's can't not e-
0: antibodies to it <laughs>
2: that, yes that. specific antibodies and ex- actually um the the bailey discussion showed that he, he, they are even questioning that as well that there are specific antibodies to yes, anything and that yes. you can build clonal antibodies monoclonal antibodies so you would you would have the, the same type and not a not a swarm <laughs> because you have it in a clone inside a plasmid but that wouldn't be an infectious clone of course if you just have a surface um or something um so, so uh, yeah
0: it's, sorry, it's a protein it's just, just we, we just to summarize for people right we've, yeah. lit- we've literally got an individual and th- this is why we want to go into discussing x-ray crystallography now I, the question that's just coming to my mind was does that person believe that we can do any x-ray spectroscopy of proteins and analytics in, in that domain or is it simply just a statement about isolation of SARS-CoV-2? It
2: was, uh, was a direct attack and, and uh to put Arne Burkard in a kind of controlled opposition um, framing to say he's into pushing the bioweapon narrative and that's the, the enemy <laughs> like this. And it was like politics. Mm. For me, it wasn't even based on real, um, that I could understand her her questioning mm. about it. I, I got involved because I, I was kind of defending um anna Burkhardt and and uh, that course. lawyer
0: as we should no.
2: <laughs> so um I threw out um, an, an objection um to it was a little bit nasty sorry but um it just makes me so angry <laughs> mm. um, and it's um It's brilliant work that they did. And so I did crystallography and then I got some questions from the group. I posted it to because I think people are connected and someone will show it to her her, or all the other ones that are questioning if they have to question even proteins now. You know, Mm -hmm. and it's like our basic building blocks and our body is full of proteins and we are capable of measuring them and mapping their 3d structure Mm. like we are far further with and it's not about isolation and it was so in that like the the framing of words when you have this isolation no, no virus discussion going on and so but there's a there's a like like a line in the sand for me, it's okay to question if something that's allegedly new is really new and came from nature or if it's something that was present in labs and then uh, maybe spilled over or was intentionally released. You know, that's that's basically that's up for further investigation, I guess, because it's not. it's, it's not solved. a closed
0: question. Yet, um, no. I, I think the preponderance of evidence goes to lab origin, personally. They've
2: got oh, their... That lab origin, definitely, but, you know, the other thing is intention and all that. And I see that as well. But basically, if, if we can't agree on proteins are real, and we can make them visible via X-ray technology, mm. like, like your bones,
0: you know maybe could you point us to i don't know a good schematic of just what x-ray crystallography is doing um because the images you get from doing the crystallography it's very much uh i want to say hidden art but um you know it takes some the ability to abstract those black and white 1d looking type images into three-dimensional shapes and the the molecular biologists have a knack for doing that i guess is is there a schematic good point as to
2: no no i i just picked up some of the best papers i could find on crystallography that are relevant for now because there are plenty mm, um papers, I guess I didn't do the crystallography for my um analytics, but I actually did for my thesis um I did crystallography on my enzymes by sending it to a lab that could do it, and uh, so how were they doing it um uh, Measuring, the, yeah, uh, so, like a radio if, if you have your hand under, um, a, a,
0: yeah, I'm trying to uh, image a, the device. Is it scanning electron microscope
2: type deal? I don't know exactly because <sighs> I mean, f- I would have to look at the references, but we have some, um references up there right so basically it's um like like as you said it's as hard to interpret uh, an x-ray of your chest with all the bones overlapping and then your your lungs in there um as it is to view such a like ray, uh, x-ray of a molecule mm. of a protein natious molecule and, that, and that's, so that's something think...
0: people need to just wrap your mind around the fact that we're taking x-rays of molecules to be able to measure down at that scale that's amazing right the, 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 <laughs> the fact that the fact that we can well i guess the reason for this talk is that some people believe that's up for debate but um i'm just trying to find uh
3: so, I can't see a shared screen. Oh, oh, I just yeah, yeah. see. Let me. That let me... Let me... working?
0: Do you hear me? Yeah. 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 So, you can see the screen. I just yeah. want to find, like, so, so these sort of patterns, right? And, you know, I know what that is because it's such a famous image. But could you could you explain how we're looking at a double helix? Is that is that all the image we're going to get? That little... Ah was better on Google. Yeah, it's, you know it's. Oh, I'm hearing my. <laughs> oh wait! Hang on! Hang on! Hang on! Uh, let me stop stream. I know what I've done. Um, I should have shared.
3: Right now. Can you hear me?
2: Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, is it echoing? Uh, it's not echoing and I can see a screen with X ray crystallography.
0: Yes. And just out of interest, do you re- do you recognize that one? Mm. It's it's a very famous one. Okay. Uh
2: so it's Franklin. Well, I don't- I was basically busy with the bench work in the biochemistry bench work, so doing the electrophoresis gels, and um, sometimes we would even do blotting, but blotting, like Western blots that are discussed in the blot gate, <laughs> but the blotting is just another technique to sep- to, to just transfer from that gel electrophoresis the the dna or the protein or the rna depending on which blot you're using (laughs) like Mm. um, southern blot for dna uh, i think eastern for (laughs) rna and then western blot um, it's confusing because southern and northern for the nucleotides and western blot for the proteins (laughs) now Oh, and so you transfer it to a to a paper, basically. That's so, the blot. So looking With...
0: at your paper and these um, the helicases that you were trying to inhibit, would you? Uh-huh. When you're doing the X-ray crystallography, you're, you're looking at the helicase rather than the inhibiting molecule in this particular I instance.
2: Do. In this, when you scroll down, you see the binding analytics of um, the helicas um, functional domain and ATP and the inhibitor. So that was a, a SDS gel, gel. It's protein separation of, of the purity of the protein that I um, produced with cl- <laughs> plasmid. In <laughs> how dare with, you um, and with viru e6
0: so, even worse uh,
2: yeah
0: jargon so how, how, how this inhibition you you have to probably edify what the those halogenated benzene molecules are in this Uh, i'm lost in translation so um the inhibitors right halogenated benzimidazoles benzotriazoles maybe just explain what those are to people where where would you find them normally
2: it's Basically, a substructure of medication like um, like albendazole or fenbendazole for for um, anti um, parasitics. Pendol.
0: Yeah. Is like it, that. Yeah. And so it was a bit. They sort of broke off and figured out yeah. my, my okay.
2: No, it's it's basically it was. There was a search for um, small molecules that could maybe inhibit the helicases because these helicases are not only present in the flaviviruses that I checked on, but also in um, viruses and onaviruses. So they are pretty homologous. And basically, it's like the bugs that are most interesting for the bioweaponeers because there is some homology to even the filoviruses obviously because I just when i looked after um for for references for this stream i saw that my paper is cited cited on inhibition of ebola and uh marburg coiled coils <laughs> so very interesting mm. uh, so it's it's basically the 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 fundamental structure it, it's it's imidazole or, or benzo ring structures that are um have residues of halogens meaning chlor, um, chlorine um then you have a imid-
0: table or not table like molecular diagrams did not not see that in the paper
2: there. I have it in yeah there yeah. so it was it was our working group what was basically uh, everyone was screening oh. their own compounds
0: hang on my uh, we're we're looking at stuff i forgot to change it <laughs> just, just okay. paying so much attention to what you're saying i've got to switch the screen over so uh bear with me one second i hope the soundboard's going to behave yes okay perfect um so on the screen right now we can see small i can't say the name you tell us <laughs> Whatever the the benzene halogenated benzene like molecules. Oh wait, yeah,
3: Yeah, these are the the short names are
0: the the um. It... <laughs> Where, where, where I
2: can't you- from my you know it's twenty years ago that I did that. I don't. I just call them D R B or something, but it's the M T B B T. It's the brom residues on the lower left that was investigated just recently. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Um, Tribromo. I'm not capable. I'm doing biochemistry right now. Sorry, but it's, no it's really in there. Sorry, mm. I did. So back
0: the, then.
2: the the um, the triad So it's TCBT. It's like tetra chloro benzotriazole is TCBT. Is t- um, um, so Benzotriazole. basically, that's the one that is the smallest on the left side. So that's the one that was the best fit um, inhibitor for some of the enzymes I used. And if you scroll a little bit down, you have the table for the enzymes I checked on because it's um, HCV, hepatitis C virus. Mm-hmm which is a patsy virus, it's basically not, not even sorted into the flamy virus. So actually, um, actually um, could I,
0: sorry to interject, it's a minor question, but the helicase as a enzyme protein, how common is it? And common, is
2: it? yeah. Like you have helicase in um, SARS-CoV-2 as well, because it's it's necessary to unwind a double-strand nucleotide to do transcription right. and translation. After that, so it's a basic molecule. So even we as humans have it. That's the SUV3. We always had a control of a human enzyme in it. So and and I check also on West Nile virus and Japanese uh, encephalitis virus, which are flaviviruses and and vector-borne, basically. Mm. Um, we have reports about West Nile virus emerging in Germany since 2018. That's quite interesting, but I guess nobody will figure that out. So, mm. no need to worry. Wow. <laughs> Your <laughs> just just
0: add it to the huge stack of worries that...
2: Uh, or, everyone... or get a bite away. You know, bite away, that's brilliant. That's good to know, actually. You can heat an insect bite to denaturate the proteins injected. So oh, you yeah, would inhibit... Telling me about that, yeah. Yeah, so that would be my countermeasure to... Mm. albo viral meaning vector transmission something like that mm. I bite, bite it away like there, there's a technology to heat it it's secure and it's a bio uh, it's a medical product. I won't do advertisement, but there is something <laughs> okay mm. Mm. <clears throat> it's not that I get paid for anything that's
0: uh well hopefully
2: As KUI it's... suggests
0: so right. i'm doing
2: yes i i'm not i'm actually getting broke over all of this and these hyperboles but yeah that's my paper and um it, it was not we we had another enzyme checked on but it's not in there mm. interestingly enough because it's dengue
0: <laughs> okay so <laughs> the, the... It it sounds like a gen uh, very generalizable intervention, actually. So why, uh, obviously, because of the organ transplant. but w- Were there other research lines for different viruses, etc., uh,
2: using this approach? What do you mean, this approach? This was uh, my my um working group uh, postdoc Borowski. rest in peace. He um is not with us since. Uh, 2008 I think. So I defended my thesis without him, without the feedback of him. I really had to dig deep. Um, But um, he invented that essay to check these helicases, so we were basically running all these gels and it was repeat works so we would have a statistically significant amount of um, tests so it's it's not that these graphs are just done by just one um, of these gels and you do repeat um, statistic the analytics on these gels, so I would have to do like 50 of it to have a significant. Like, um, we always measure it like this situation, you know. And sometimes you would have problems for the the halogens would. Uh, detached from the molecule and you wouldn't get any inhibition anymore and would think what did I do wrong so like this so that was my basic work but um, as you said we did the crystallography on the enzyme that we were inhibiting and we were mapping it with the location and the binding of that TBBT I think and TRB is in there as well so the crystallography is I think the best way um, to show how we can picture what we do but basically what I did was, were functional tests, like, um, I, I shared the picture of the gel electrophoresis, um, um, like, box that you would use, and you would, I would, like, we were working in shifts, like, there was someone in the morning doing the gels, and the next one came in the mid, um, mid, and we would need to, um, kind of, um, share that little tiny lab space to do all our our theses but um, it was basically for me it was interesting because we actually um, saw that um, there is an independent atp binding site in that enzyme so it was like fundamental research and you do it with biochemical techniques where you would separate um, proteins according to their size or their polarity in an electrical field and that's basically yeah how would you want to isolate something that's not included in Koch's uh, postulates because it's not it's just a part of a virus or yeah. An organism like the SUV um, 3 that I tested because that's human. So and of course, you
0: would want I I've gotten the paper. So, so this is obviously looking at SARS. Um, huh? I'm, wonder, I'm wondering, I don't know this paper. Do you know it? But X ray graphic characterization of the SARS CoV 2. I mean, protease, polyprotein cleavage sites, essential for viral processing and maturation. Heard of this one?
2: No, but um, that's an interesting question, actually, because these main cleavage sites are um, um, basically... These are the furin sites, right? That's what No, about. it's in the non-structural protein that they say, the main proteas, polyprotein cleavage sites. Oh, I see. So in translation, um, when you have a a nucleotide, meaning genetic material, you would need to unwind it and then having um, the RNA, RNA transcribed from it and then getting it translated so in the translation you have a longer um snippet that needs to be cleaved for the um proteins to fold in their functional um like direction and if if you can't if these proteins are not cleaved then you would have problems with viral replication so the whole idea in attacking the non-structural proteins like I did with Helicase, and it was done at the same time with the protease inhibitors for the hepatitis C that I checked on and they won the race famously but I heard that Gilead had done some very nasty uh, trials in Georgia and Diliana showed what happened there and how these um, how these races are won like you know I, we were in the race with the helicase inhibitors in, a, in a way that's why it was kind of a as sh- work sometimes but right. um, it was fun also because you know we have the opportunity to do our thesis like parallel to our um, first year after undergrad <laughs> exams you know like the, <laughs> So, um... I was the one learning that basically, but um, I don't know that paper and what, but I think in the um, current discussion, it's rather I, I, interesting these I... spike crystallographies because of the differences of. Um, um, the Omicron and the Delta, for instance, mm. because it, we still see the N-terminal domain variable loops, a.k.a. GP120, insert in that um, crystallography, and you can compare these two um, spike proteins. Sorry, sorry like, to interrupt. Um, huh? I, I
0: had a meth- methodological question, which is... Yeah. Um, the the peptides that you're you're looking for and when you do the x-ray crystallography i know this is not your paper but i would expect to see some example of the raw data and for a an nature paper all i see are essentially ma- uh, elevation sort of cleavage maps so i'm kind of does that seem odd to you that that would be missing?
2: What exactly are you missing? I didn't understand. So all, all,
0: all, all we see are the molecular interpretations, right? So it's all abstracted, and every result is cartoon-like. And I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of just interested how the raw data would look for this. For this.
2: The raw data is rather that um, gray bubble ish. It's like you explained with the atomic force microscopy. Mm. And they would they would, of course, they have um, refinement computer analytic tools to uh, visualize that. And they chose that bubble model or the alpha helix, like here and then the single molecules and you can basically in these programs then scroll down I I guess but it's not that what I did always I have this kind of um, visualization in my of my enzyme as well so like the the model you map, and and it's like consensus. You have the consensus to write molecules and biting in in this stick model, like you saw, um, like up there. So it's like, um, of course, it's how would you not visualize something that is usually three D and you need to put it on paper, like. <laughs> Oh, you I'm could so... you you, ha- you can actually these these programs are able to like um 3d rotate the, these things and we have like this kind of crystallography in the Pradran paper as well where they look top down on the spike tremer and when they look from wasn't that all like, computational though Pradhan? No, it's based on crystallography, because you can't compute, the folding is the problem, right? Mm. That's that's basically the the prion problem, because um, that sequence can fold differently if there's a prionogenic domain, and then the protein folds differently and exposes different epitopes to the surface, and that's basically like I said, it's with it it's like with an X-ray from your chest. So these are models what you just showed, but I shared that picture um of the Omicron and Delta where I don't find the paper that I that, that was grabbed from, but um I sent you two others and they are pretty they have this um Typical image you get where you can then model these these um, molecules and zoom further in, but it's like in in CT scans, for instance. Yeah, you have kind of a gray and another gray, and then you need to overlap them to like calculate the Hounsfield units to kind of distinguish if it's rather blood or rather uh, pus <laughs> like, mm. yes it's it's so there are computational um like um translations to it i i'd guess it's as i said not my specialty but um the Pradran has a crystallography on it
0: i I just scanned for it. i don't nothing
3: heaps out methodology retrieval and alignment that's it. there's just one paragraph of methods I don't see crystallography here
0: well i mean it's it's a uh, not massively important to the discussion um but the we've seen that there's a you know there are if you Google that just images,
2: like what I, yeah, that's the stick model. Yeah, okay. Or just pull up the paper with the um, alpha-beta um, correlation, called famously pushed right now here in Germany. It's very interesting that I, the the last one that I shared, the you had a whole bunch for me today. Yeah, sorry, but um. The... <laughs> It's now basically um JC Paris and, uh, and Perez, uh the co-author of uh Montagnier, mm-hmm. um discussed the global structure of uh the spikes, um spike proteins basically, and and he does this um fractal standing wave comparisons mm. where you have linear sequences but like um, repeat sequences in a pattern in an overall pattern like like with octaves or or intervals in your mm. claviator in your piano <laughs> so there will be like like a fractal pattern to the genome so it's very interesting because when you have a, like when you have inserts in something like it in um, in a genome or have like manipulated genome, you would have evolutionary pressure to repair the broken overall um, harmony patterns in this uh, global structure so it's um, and he discuss, um, discussed with me back then when when um alpha or the british variant um emerged that it rather looks hom- homologous to uh, some um, like vaccine surfaces like vaccine um spikes and there's a similar hypothesis thrown out today citing exactly the paper that I showed you um wait can you um
0: i can look if I can repost it to you oh, hang on i I pulled up a bunch So it was Ebola and Marburg
3: inhibition. yeah that's
2: that's yeah, that's just the t b b t that they checked on um inhibition on Ebola and Marburg. I was looking where my paper was cited now <laughs> so oh.
0: um yeah, oh, the so other uh, tertiary structure uh, of coronavirus yeah
2: yeah that's that's an investigation into coronavirus helicases. um but um it's way before that mm.
0: <clears throat> with papers no just want to see, that... for my my curiosity, like this, I want to see the x-ray of a protein. PCL yeah, bio. once
3: ones before that. I can't go into my Discord now. Can
0: oh, you're using a phone, right?
3: Yeah. You can get in the way of stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So that's what so, I try to do it first. I, I, this might be a bit outside of your experience, but when they're prepping the slide for doing the X-ray diffraction, is it is it prepped the same like uh, electron microscopy? I don't you know. Embed it and then take very very thin slices to put that X-ray through.
2: Maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think it's it's uh, um, like top down because the x-rays would go through and they rotate it and take pictures from every side like that. That's at least how my um, supervisor explained it to me. But I never actually um, really digged into how methodology like they did. Sorry.
3: But it's basically... Wait
0: so where's the of course you get the sequencing data right and then my i guess my question is how are they lining up the crystal with what they look at with respect to the genome right
2: i'll send it it's again okay. we'll it's... have a look into sars paper um, where we can look at it, because that's the cool GIF um, paper that I oh, yeah, showed yeah. you. I don't know if that works. That's, that's the way you would, like, see them and see the mutation, and then you calculate in there, like, see the conformational changes. And maybe you pull that up and we look how they they did it and look if we are confident with that's okay. so. That's what what I suggest. Rather than picking my mind on something that I Yeah, so I, I can't bring the
0: gif up. It's not working on the actual web page. Hang on one second. Uh, let's let's try and fix this. I can drop this down here.
3: Yeah, I don't know if people can see that. I can make it bigger.
0: Why doesn't it have it on the web page? That's
2: stupid.: Yeah, I, did, I, I just saw that they do it when you share it as a link, so they overlap these um, different pictures, overlaps, and they would look where you have a divergence and, and a, a like visual change in um, like TED series mm. structure.
0: So, I don't know if and people then, can see that sort of below me on the screen. What you're getting is a sort of transformation between the larger models that have been put out for each, presuming uh, Alpha, Beta, B1 is Omicron? No, I think it's Trier. Alpha, and Beta. It, was, it oh, it's was just Alpha and Beta variants. Mm hmm. So you know the the modeling here would indicate a oh, you you've got to be in the angstrom range to be I, I would imagine getting anything in terms of useful data what's the what's the error margin when when looking at those plots like you, you know you've got a dark spot and a hit um I presume you can calculate width and what have you. Have you had to yeah. do that?
2: I, I actually uh, discussed papers where the Armstrong, um distances of the electron in an H-bond were discussed because you would usually think that the um, hydrogen atom is closer... To the atom that actually binds it, rather the to the one that um, has this loose um, H bond. But actually, they mapped that the atom, the electron is right be- in between both, and that they are basically like sharing it. So that's yeah, angstrom, I think. But I'm I'm not good. It's it's like it's been. 2019 that I did that. So And I'm not good in remembering
3: I don't know why don't know what people content- pay, pay,
0: Do people pay telegram to just be able to shove stuff into your feed? It just I missed a bit of what you're saying because I got a whole bunch of alerts.
2: I'm sorry. You need to close it in in the lower left of your PC. Just terminate, then it doesn't pop up. Yeah, I should do that.
0: Uh, but uh, okay, so this. So wait, I mean, I'm personally, I don't have, I don't have an issue wrapping my mind around that these technologies exist. I I believe that there is a degree of precision there, but and. It's not new. In fact, I would, I would say X-ray crystallography was one of the first real measures that we got to be able to go down and probe structurally at that scale. So the it, it, it seems very peculiar that your vet encounter would be so adamant that a, t- a technology like this such a well-established technology would not be able to find SARS-CoV-2 proteins. That, as a veterinary saying that, that's mind-blowing.
2: Yeah, and I think it's it's the it's part of the ball that that got enable that people can spin off right now because um, it's fine that you can question everything but it's not that you can throw out like this is not established when or isn't isolated it's like so far away that um, I needed to say stop it's there is x-ray crystallography and like um, you would correlate these uh, changes in, in the structure of the protein with the actual mutations that actually lead to changes in amino acids. Because if you have like mutations in the genetic code and you still have the same uh, amino acid, nothing changes functionally. But if you have a changed amino acid and you maybe have like these amino acids are different in their residues, they have this basic amino group, but they have like um, acid or basic or some uh, different um, um, functions. That's why these um, proteins fold in different ways because they um, make like. Atomic um, binding forces and then like van der Waals and all that are working there. And then so age in, bonds.
0: In, in your experience, I know you've obviously focused more on the clinic. Um yeah. how, At the pace you saw technology developing when you were actively working, how how much computing power would they need to put in the inserts? that charles talks about into the where they knew that they would be in a position for effect how much modeling do you think went into that
2: that's far away from the time that i did that because just just think about it i spent like two and a half years pipetting for the six Hmm. uh things and we had like uh, in January 2020 we had this huge database analytics in in silico <laughs> where they just checked all their re- um, repurposable remedies and even the natural remedies and herbals on the possible um binding to the pro- main proteases like the papain and the, these these to- these main proteases and um, you could see like hydroxychloroquine or chloroquine um have an affinity from just the basic calculations and and that's that was done in the first phases and so you could like from that extrapolate, do the next like biochemical real hands-on tests mm. and and all of that but uh, the computational power has improved so much um, Yeah, so, it's a different world uh, now we're, we're discussing that they have uh, this lab uh, as a DOE project in Los Alamos <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that they are um, uh, um, installations and all that. So um, it's not from my experience, but what what the reality um, and papers show us from from this that I would say it's fairly fast that you could calculate them computer-wise nowadays. Back then we didn't even have the the, the travel problem in the travel travel. Um, from China to the rest of the world, because they were pretty closed off back then. that has changed well so um but basically, um it's not a not too much about the calculation and all of that, but um we were talking about the omicron being so different mm. to these three. <laughs> Because this is like the original Wuhan clade escape variant, like Van den Bosch explained. And like um, here, it is alleged that it might have to do the British variant with the British um, vaccine um, experiment. Who knows? I can tell from my experience, when you ask from my experience, that I was sent to like. No clinics, people. I I I worked in the um, PCR sample uh, hands-on at the people, and from November to February, um, November 2020 to February 2021, and we were driving to sick patients, pneumonia, um, um, uh, um, suspect cases, and all of that, and I was like. not only taking the sample but listening to their chest and looking for the um oxygen and all that so it it started to wane the the clinical pro- um, problematic of the people started to wane as of January and after that the the um um we were driving to fairly healthy people but it was always mentioned that they have this British variant and that it should be looked after it. So I was driving to um, children from, from from care homes that are just allowed to go back if they have a t- test as well because mommy has a British variant. I was going into a, um, a household when they were saying, like,
1: don't come in
2: there, it's the British variant. I was like, okay, um, it's... Even just contact on the workplace outside on a, on a building site without windows. They were isolated for, for, for two weeks and had to have this PCR. And I, it just felt like, okay, now well, we are every, pushing every day. And everyone that could have had it got the PCR, you know? At the optimal moment to have it positive. That was my feeling at that time. And I was like, having non medical masks from from my provider, like, yeah, thank you. And then I dropped out because it was too hard, t- health wise, for me to stand eight hours under FFP, N95, and walk in these households. So, but I can say that. Um, They were, like, pushing hard to get the data on these variants. So, um, and Alpha was different, um, the British variant. And we probably had a different variant switch in 2020 already, but um, might be there were vaccine experiments going on back then as well. So that was what actually Bad Korba published the DOE, because they could see the difference in these, like, variants, and they described the, the differences very early. So, um... Do you have a link to that um, paper? I do know
0: the paper you're on about, but it might be... useful. Uh, He's
2: done so much... I would need to search for it if you check for a while I can fo- try to focus on it.
1: Uh, but yeah, I
2: just shared the Omicron paper with the crystallography mm-hmm. where you can see that the most of these mutations were inside the receptor binding domain which then changed the binding affinity to the ACE2 receptor
1: mm-hmm.
2: so that the virus lost kind of the function to severely I- infect the pneumocytes via ACE2 mm. which uh, is for, for us as clinicians it's good because then the risk for a deep lung pneumonitis like like the the alveolar um, like being inflamed not, again the, the,
0: like the earlier patients who had the original yeah. strain
2: yeah the ACE2 binding enables actually the entry um in in the pneumocytes meaning the alveoli and that's usually not what you have with a classical bacterial um pneumonia so it, basically um it's fairly typical that you have the atypical pneumonia being like rather like alveolitis situations where you also different different antibiotics um, in in a viral infection situations. <laughs> um, yeah, that's cl- that's clinic um, experience uh, lightly. Uh, meaning, um, so you d- can look you, for. Can you
0: send me that Omicron paper then, and I'll I'll just quickly scroll.
2: Uh, I... I just did in the chat
3: in it... your...
0: Yeah. Oh, yes, there it is, sorry. And then I'll, I'll pull that up on the screen, and then that Corber paper
2: might be... Yeah, I'll look for the bad Korba, but, yeah. That's, uh... that's a holography paper on the changes in Omicron.
0: Yeah, so I, this seemed counterintuitive to me because... My understanding was that they were saying there's stronger binding to ACE2, and my working understanding was that that's not the case. Um, And so my impression was when I looked at this was, it's a year old, so it was it was right at the beginning of
2: the Omicron. Right at the beginning and it didn't show that it's mm. um I clinically it didn't show that it's um more affinitive. that's that's the problem with papers yeah. um, you see the mutations um in the in the predictions you you do do not come true always so where, where who did that? So I just picked that because of the mutations in the receptor binding domain and this um um how how is that not yeah i can i can send you I, I didn't find where that paper came or that crystal logger came from it it was a peer in our um, twitter group actually and i saw quite some um yeah i think i guess that were models with the gp120 on it but um wait
3: So there's um,
0: there was a paper which um, demonstrated that the the Omicron actually had higher affinity for the K26R uh, polymorphism. So maybe maybe that's what they were looking at and predicting at. Uh,
2: but the problem is that Omicron. Doesn't only have um, these changes in the um, spike, where you still have the N-terminal domains in there, so that independent of its mo- um, of its binding um, receptor doma- domain on the ACE2, there are other receptors that are still there, you know. So, I think they had other papers then showing it's not too much. It was a situation that was kind of um, tit and tat. One paper this way, one paper the other way. I remember. And we had the um, DNA insert um, paper at that time as well. Oh, nasty
0: time so when you were doing your helicase experiments were you hmm. doing, were you um culturing them or were you purchasing
2: the helicas. we had the helicas um as an plasmid encoded uh clone hmm. from that plate of virus inserted into plasmid and then expressed in E. coli. So I was working with these E. coli and when you ask Achmed then he was like, oh, E. coli are stinking and oh, they yeah. are.
0: Yeah, I can't stand the smell. That
2: and rodents, yeah. by work, with monkeys. So yeah, so I would have petri dishes and have E. coli cultures on there and i would need to um like give them a new home every 3 days because they have grown okay. <laughs> and sometimes i would pick some and put them in in like medium for for nourishment and would want them to replicate as much as they, they can so they would express exactly the um molecules that i would want so I would like uh, to do the um, um, culture them and have t- two okay. liters of this E. coli stinking stuff.
0: This was and then more than twenty years to... ago as well, right? Yes. So the after you have harvested the peptides, how do you, how do you go about fractionating out peptide that you need? quantity is sufficient to to test?
2: yeah you would um, definitely you would try to separate uh, the the uh, um, bigger stuff you would break the um, cells down and then filtrate centrifuge so you would have like only the supernatant So because you know the molecules you want to have are soluble and wouldn't go down and you would only take the supernatant and then you would kind of um, do some for instance filtration so you would only get um, a defined fraction where specific sizes of molecules are contained it's like high pressure liquid chromatography yeah i was Um, gonna say so
0: you're pushing through some sort of chromatography and then how are you getting them off the column in sufficient amounts that it's just uh slice that bit off and rinse it out
2: Oh, you, you have, If you have done that process, you have maybe three vials, Appendorf vials, mm. of your enzyme mm-hmm. concentration from these three lit- liters of E. coli. Yes. So, and that was what we were doing basically all the time to have like enzyme for testing. And on the other hand, I would have um Vero A6 cells for the West Nile virus um cancer. And I would do like similar processes with these cells, and I could have them in from, the from BSL a plasmid too. or um,
0: sort of pseudo virus. Actually,
2: I didn't look into it <laughs> back then, mm. but it was Vero E6, and I think it was something like like a plasmid, but um, a mycoplasma? I'm not sure. No, no, it was zero e six producing these um I have he- the... i'm
0: trying to, I'm trying to figure out the step you you do to get the
2: the methods here because you know we were sharing what we did one cared for the the um cells and back basically you would get shown how to care for them and then do your do your work. It wasn't that we were. Very much introduced into the methods. (laughs) All I know is from my own research. In what was it that I should do? My my doctor, um, um, postdoc supervisor was always like, "Just do it."
0: (laughs) It's a common problem. Um,
2: Yeah. So. I get why people are like confused like this Michael Donio, and nobody explains it and all these questions. Like my, my supervisor was like do the work, but he was also very, very wise um, concerning the question of virus isolation, for instance, because he made sure we knew. <laughs> That it's a hard thing to do, and you would want to do all the processes in a very wise way. But it's not our interest of research to do that. But he was like pointing at the point that you wouldn't believe every sequence that you find, but you would need to do the electron microscope, and then you would want to see the budding Mm -hmm. out of an infected cell. So, you would want to see like and you can compare it with with seeds of a flower or something. Some people see the seeds of of a dandelion and know what uh what plant will come out there, but th- that flying thing is not a not a flower like this, but it contains the information to build a new dandelion plant. So like this and um you would want to see the sprouting of um not only the sprouting but 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 the moment these seeds of the Dandelion like leave the plant Mm. to be sure it's from the same from this plant and it in this way you would want to show in an electron microscope in the question of isolation that you have a tissue that is kind of um, comparable. Most of them are models, and that's basically what my um, doctor father said. It's only if it's from the patient you can show the patient's tissue the budding virus budding out of the patient's tissue Mm -hmm. then you have kind of proven and then you need to label it with the antibodies that it has these surfaces and all of that you would want to do more investigation not only the electron uh, micrograph but this isolation question as such is for me like i would wouldn't want to see these bubbles but the the budding so it's i think it's fine to discuss if we have seen the budding out of different patient tissues because it would be interesting if the microglia are budding viruses for instance when it's you know it's like but you would need to investigate it and would need to have a hold on the samples and and the tissues and maybe you would need to do like the immunohistology and to see if you have these surfaces there, these proteins expressed but it would also be interesting if you have these proteins expressed um like in an infected patient, (laughs) if there's this tissue budding variants so um, I thought it's, um, I was like, so uh, falling so- off some bike by my, um, supervisor, because he was like, it's not as clear as they make it to you. Mm-hmm. So it's, I'm fine with putting the question, but I had it cleared for me as far as we have a model and it's working and, you know, you need to pose these question if if there's a new disease or not, and that's why I went into clinics and learned how to diagnose people.
1: Mm.
2: So,
0: you know. So, so um, I've got a uh, again, it's it's a more methodological question, and I I, I understand if it wasn't uh, in your lab space, so. It, it, and I don't want to drag it into discussions about clones all the time either but there's there's a presumption made in the current discussions public discussions that a clone as you was as you've explained comes just comes from plasmid biology from your experience and understanding would the clone just attenuate such that they're what I, and and I know we covered this a little bit the other day as well, so I apologize. Um,
2: but... Usually, in in these um, plasmid, um, you, you don't have such so, so big um, sequences that it's a viable virus that would come out there. At least not in the um, BSL two that I worked in. You know, I worked in the BSL too, so um, I would only have non-viable but, stuff. So sub unit, basically.
0: Yes. And but so, there, could you explain the, the it, procedure for sort of ligation?
2: BS- Again, the BSL three on the on the floor had this um, like disinfection chamber in between, and you had a full hazmat suit because They were working with like infectious uh, particles. And I would guess that you could even um, in- insert a viable infectious clone into this plasmid, basically.
0: But well, my understanding is this. But even if you went for a really small or smallish virus like HIV, you need to you need to do it in segments. No,
2: I think um, Barrick had an um, infectious clone of um, um, SARS. In... Right, but it
0: had to be it. That that's the noceum method, right? Where they do the the ligation of the each frame or subsection of a frame that they've managed to um construct in the plasmid i mean correct me if i'm wrong but my under- you know the reason that yeast is so attractive is that you can have a much bigger um, um backbone for your oh i'm getting an echo recently. um but you can you can get much bigger payload in with respect to uh, a back uh virus or peptide that you could be interested in so i thought yeast
2: have the problem that they only produce short um um bits no, and I, actually I... I just picked the um barrack paper wait I, i'll share it with you because it's it's saying infectious clone basically really mm. um so and it's uh it...
3: I'm still looking
2: for the bed corber but that's a reverse genetic with a full length infectious cDNA oh, it's, it's of okay,
3: what it, it, it just to be sure so it, it's a full length clone of SARS obani Barney Published by Barrick. I mean... I have mean, read this paper, but it was used.
0: Assembly of full-length structure of the sars cov genome contains from full-length and subgenomic mRNAs.
3: Hmm. <sighs> that systematic assembly of full-length SARS-CoV-C DNA. Okay. So, I mean,
0: once they get to that stage...
2: Yeah, but still you would, it's its a cDNA um, um, plasmid still, that clone. And of course you could express that clone and it, it, there would be virus coming out of that. Mm. So, and then, yeah, um, and then you would like seed it and maybe, and, and you know, that's the problem. When, when you have tanks full of that clone, mm. Um,
0: well, I think that is part of Jonathan's point.
2: You no, know, it's like how would it like have an evolution that you could map and like map with these X-ray technologies in the like 3D uh, appearance of these um, of these proteins, and of course they can like be wrong in their presumption that it's binding. Better and therefore is de- more dangerous and the clinics show that it's not too much infecting it and basically um, the I think it was also the cell cultures with uh, ACE2 expressed like what he, he, um, Stefan Pöllmann is doing. He's he's in Göttingen and produces these e 6 ACE2, human ACE2 surface um, very 6 cells for taking um the virus, basically, SARS viruses. I'm just uh... and I wouldn't wonder if, if evolutionary pressure would like um avoid the pathway most uh investigated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I, I've actually got a couple of questions for you. One, one is well, a comment on the methodology, so the. Um, to get those clones into the cell, they do something called electroporation. I mean, I'm just looking at the um, specs for what they did: 850 volts, 25 microfarads. Um, I mean, that's not an insignificant jolt to those to those cells. Um, the, uh, the other was, uh, I had a question earlier when I was speaking with Charles, which was to do with recombination. And uh, do you know if SARS-CoV-2 has any more propensity for recombination? Are there specific, and Are there specific sites that would facilitate it?
2: I'm not the expert on that area to say something about that. Surely not, I heard um that there is, but basically that's hearsay i don't I don't <laughs> i'm you know I'm a clinician mm. I'm not, i understand these methods, but i'm I'm understanding them from the bench worker perspective, digging into the clinical work i' do, trying to correlate with what what I saw there. What I did, what I measured, and what I see in my patients and my clients, and so it's I, I can't say um, something to these methodologic clone preparation things. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm not exactly the best person for the whole methodology stuff. Maybe you should talk to Mary on that.
0: No, no, you're both you're both brilliant, and you're. Um, the, the experience that you have in these labs is um, it's critical for people to understand.
2: Um, the difference between BSL 3 and 2 is also critical because, you know, the BSL 3 are way more than BSL 4 on this planet. Mm. But we have a lot of BSL 2, and if you erode the security um, measures, like Redfield said, from the BSL3 to the BSL2 um you don't have like the the airlock and and all that in a BSL2 you have a I don't know how it's said in english Schleuse like when you go in and close the door and air only lock? then you close the airlock uh-huh. yes and the clubs, you everything that goes out of the BSL two, uh, BSL three is going through the autoclave. And we had the BSL three on the same floor, so we were working basically besides the trash of the BSL three.
0: <laughs> oh, lovely. Um, yeah. So I wanted to understand a little bit more about this vet in- incident. Vet? Um, yeah, where she's claiming that they they can't isolate. Proteins.
2: I think it was just politics. Yeah.
0: So was was this in a? a, a b- what was the venue? Was it like an actual seminar, or a Zoom meeting, or how did it go telegram
2: down? Accusations, oh. Telegram accusations. Telegram mm. accusations circling mm. through the networks. Mm.
0: But that, mm. That's
3: their new argument. Uh, that's the no
2: it's it's basically um I think it's it's a spin off of that no virus mm-hmm. um everything is fine if we we care for our cognitive dissonance and don't talk about bad stuff, and yeah from my perspective is um you can always try to be prepared um. And if it's easy to do and not hard to change your life to drinking dandelion or whatever, yeah, a little tea, um, or green tea. Or, yes. I drink tea all the time. Dandelion tea inhibits ACE to binding and spike. You know, it's like we have done the science for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> endalian um is a spike ace2 inhibitor binding inhibitor published by university heidelberg i think pharmacology so there are plenty of ways that you can of can prevent um a viral infection using these entry mechanisms um, in a not experimental way, in a traditional way, like with the bicalin. The bicalin was patented in Hong Kong from 2003 to 2009 um, because of its inhibitory potential against SARS. And now nobody is talking about it except me and Dave. It's like, okay, um, but these are the the ways you, we you could need to go get into the
0: <laughs> supplement business now, Joanna. Me. Yeah. Uh, natokinase with uh, bicolin. I need
2: to go there, you say to make money.
0: Oh, well it's
2: forbidden. Ca- it's forbidden.
0: You're not allowed to
2: Oh. really really and i really get stressed with my um like medical board if i just have a link to a pharmacy which produces special things because it's you know it's forbidden advertisement <laughs> so it's like i got a fine for that which i'm suing against now but in the overall they're really really looking at our um feet every move but maybe it's just me and all the the other mds that are not really caring for informed consent and all of that um that's not you know it's like rules for the not
1: for
0: me were there other people backing this vet up i I say i'm still sort of staggered that uh a vet would be?
2: The worst thing is that it's people like colleagues, like medical doctors and, and high natural naturopaths that are on that way. And I get it. I get it. It's It's easy to treat the terrain and see people recovering. That's the way I do it too. I also focus on the terrain treatment because, you know, yeah, tea. you can interfere with the receptor, but also can give uh, like antioxidants and then you have get rid of the problem of the vasculitis because it's due to the spike binding and then the the downstream effect of increased Reactive oxygen species like free radicals that emerge in our cell metabolism due to our mitochondria. The metabolism of our mitochondria produces free radicals, and we need, like, glutathione and, like, other um, basically, like, N-acetylcysteine is a basic amino acid to build up glutathione. And, you know, if I would, not, if I, I would. Go so I into just... supplements. I would create something that kind of t- touches all of the, but mm. it wouldn't be necessarily fit for everyone because you know I'm more into looking at my patient. But you know, right now I can't do that with that kind of oversight about every step I do. So you you, you, and can't,
1: inter-
0: you can't get access to like a compounding pharmacy, and and. So not even like commercially but as a a clinician you're not allowed to compound your own supplements give to patients No No
1: mm,
0: forbidden all. So no, no commercial gain just as part yeah. of your treatment that that's forbidden mm.
2: yeah It's only that I, I'm I'm actually it's um I can prescribe the um the, the the um I I won't prescribe a special pharma's um um, um pharma company's product, hmm. but only the um the substance, and then the pharmacy
3: would look for the best price.
0: Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> you live in a very restrictive environment. <laughs> um and look what i would say to people is you know someone mentioned in the chat uh, is it daf said and paraphrasing uh, andrew kaufman andrew andrew to porsche hair transplant kaufman who hasn't studied viruses right charges people 1500 bucks an hour to do a stream with etc and the bombacity and Mm. cd conman like mannerisms compare those to someone like joanna who's who has worked in virology is a clinician and is being um, one very generous with her time and two you know describing the academic uncertainties and what has been her lifetimes
2: of a clinical experience and and you know what? I'm charging um if I'm like high price, uh one hundred twenty euros an hour. And like people medical... complain that it's that it's way too expensive.
3: See? Uh,
0: uh well all I all I can say is people you need to you need to be supporting Joanna, I'm getting a website together for her, but we, um, we, need, we need to get support to you um, to be able to. No, thank you're you. Too, you're too vital to not have, to have around to be talk, talking through these methodological constructs.
2: Actually, for me, it would be vital because right now I'm on a sickness leave, so I'm not able to work, and I'm not really secured socially. We live in a social system that is kind of made for um, employers and employees, but if you're self-employed, uh, um, employed, and you are, as a as a general practitioner, you're self-employed, and actually, my legal insurance um, statutory uh, situation—I I have a contract. I'm a contracted physician, so I would care for everyone out there. So, but uh, I'm getting like fifty euros for for three months for one patient. Well,
0: you may you may as well just do streaming.
2: <laughs> that's, uh,
0: that's about the. Uh... Yeah.
2: It, it would be more lucrative, <laughs> probably, like yeah. fifty euros for yeah. three months for one patient. Yeah, I would reach more, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'm planning. Basically, I'm planning on on kind of. Um, I, I'm on a sickness leave and I need to care for for my health but i could i think when i'm um when i'm sorted then i could also be creative but maybe i couldn't be directly defending my patients against all the slingshots they get shot at like but I i can at least like be in the background or something and create something that could help more people than just sitting in front of me and one-on-one you know it's like i'm thinking about seminars and, and streaming would be fine as well yes i'm i'm open for anything that feeds me and my yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: so uh,
2: and, you know and i can understand jc that he was don't want to lose that job with bobby with bobby kennedy yeah. but basically i have fucking done a whole Two whole press conferences. And I had the president of CHD Europe speaking at my press conference in May 2021 with Bhakti and with Burkhardt on the stage. No politician even came two said i'm sorry the others didn't even bother to answer and none of the mainstream media was there when we explained all all that like quite a few professors on that stage and you know it's like yeah i did stuff jc and don't don't do that i was prior to you know please because i was basically the the uh, how do you like the one who sell books, uh, like printing house, the, the printing, the publisher, the publisher? Um, I'm, I'm in contact with a publisher and she published Waxed in German in her little publishing house. And she got in contact with RFK on the 29th of October. Um, um, demonstration in Berlin when there were like millions Mm-mm. on the street
0: yeah that was, and, a, that was a big demonstration that one
2: and she got in contact with RFK and there were so many people like swarming him and, and I feel like like JC said you were holding him back from Mark Hulag Instead of you introduced him to Mark, or hold him back from the Bailey's, maybe JC is holding me back from Bobby Kennedy. And we were in con i i was in contact with the Children's Health Defense, and then this whole narrative thing. Oh, Could we? Couldn't we just do science?
0: Yeah, that's that's a interesting caveat. Caveat something to keep in yeah. mind
2: she got in contact with with robert kennedy on that demonstration but um but you know how do i come through to someone like bobby kennedy and why would i right now i would rather um do science with charles and figure out what bed corpus uh lab knows and not knows and and what they're capable of and what they were actually basically maybe trying to warn us, you know, it's the military that got the mandates. I'm not sure that the military is exactly the one that would, like, shoot themselves in their foot.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Which was Charles' point earlier about just keeping blame on just D.O.D. Um...
2: I don't see that. I don't see that they are too close. I, I actually see the Transregio 60 way closer. And you know, Merkel traveled at the 7th of September to Wuhan and Beijing, to two days travel, visiting the Tongi Hospital, right there where the Ground Zero um, Cluster 1, B uh, was. and. And they had their new laboratory um, installed there. You better
0: explain who this lab is and what Merkel did, um, because that was quite a few uh, years ago.
2: um, From 2009 on, the German Science Funding um, um, Association, funded with taxpayer money, um, had this... um, Special Research um, Area Transregio 60, in short it's TRR60, based at the University Essen, um, Bochum, and Shanghai, Wuhan. And they are directly working with uh, the Wuhan Institute of Virology and um, the program included um, investigation of GP120 surfaces. Um, for uh, immunological studies, uh, but basically, I I think they were trying to to aim at an HIV vaccine, um, but um,
0: yeah. Uh, it, you mean it's... with SARS? I'm, I'm I'm not sure. I buy that. I'm I'm very much on side with the arguments that um, Jicky and Charles has made, which is that you wouldn't make the inhibitors if it was a vaccine,
2: and right. I, I'm absolutely on that side. I, you don't think how long I thought about what argument I could find against me <laughs> to, to say it's a lav, but it isn't. In my perspective, it can't be. It's, you wouldn't use a backbone of that. You wouldn't in, um, include that. Like like Charles said, the the database at Corba isn't including these parts that are in the SARS-CoV-2 as far as I saw um, his comparisons and from the clinics you know gain of function means a virus has another function meaning has another representation in the clinical outcome so I would see it as a medical doctor if there's a difference and if we have these neurological and clotting situations, like also in not uh, but also in just PCR positive clinically sick people um, Mm -hmm. then you know it's like it's not it's not a black and white and you have the problem of antibody dependent enhancement if if you don't have a circulating swarm that could kind of infect people you wouldn't have to worry about ade you wouldn't need to tell the vax that you love to maybe care for your antioxidants and maybe think about um, like detoxification <laughs> of your liver of the lipids uh, um, lipid nanoparticles um, because we have an Entrohepatic cycle. We we re, um we recycle fats. So if we want to kind of detox, then you, you could. It's it's brilliant to do stuff like that to be healthy. And keep eating your greens. The flavonoids like bicalin are inside your greens. Bicalin not so much, but quercetin basically is in broccoli, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Lemon and peels, that's the, orange peels. yes, and it's it's not that I'm talking about um these nutraceuticals, these these supplements and but you could kind of focus your life a little bit into the what what would be good for me and teas and all that it's additional medicine, even we and i I don't get it how that can be um. Nasty and counter narrative, and you know it would be maybe would be protective for some of the people that got the jabs and are now kind of fighting tooth and nail. Mm. And I wouldn't. I'm. I don't exclude no one from from discussions. Um, I I don't. Could could I? Could I ask you? I'm not included. I'm not included in too many discussions because everyone says like I'm I'm the nasty one. But um yeah. No, I I'm still th- th- those who are closest
0: no. to the target will meet the most resistance. It, it's yeah. It, it's just that. And
2: from um, sides. It's like Chicky said just recently, it's like um when it's gets tough, it's getting tough. Like you're running a mother- marathon, and mm. then it's starting to rain, and all the people go away, and the people who are with you just start throwing eggs. <laughs> mm, yeah. You still run the marathon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so I, I wanted to touch a little bit on because I I think in light of Kevin McKernan's data mm. with, with the plasmids which is just Mm -hmm. an extra layer of complexity now. And knowing the propensity for distribution into the ovaries and, well, let's just stick with ovaries. Um, In your mind, what are the risks with that plasmid in the ovaries and, uh,
2: I don't know. I think with the plasmids the the problem is um when you do these e coli plasmids for instance mm. you would kind of insert an antibiotic re- resistance gene so that only the ones with the plasmids survive if you put exactly that antibiotic into the solution you know mm. so you like have a selection pressure to the ones with the antibiotic resistance um, gene i think the the more the bigger problem would be if some of your microbiome and kevin mckernan discusses that as well and i agree if you would have kind of your microbiome um, take up these plasmids and have an antibiotic resistance gene in them Think that would be um I don't know, that, of... that, that that one worries
0: me less than the idea of um integration oh, Yeah, integration into gametes and mm. the uh, like I say there's S V forty promoter in there.
2: Hmm
0: and just that by itself is bad enough
2: i'm worried i'm worried by germline infection all the time because we i haven't seen a paper discussing that for sars too yeah you know and we have this you know like there are some steps before you have germline um, infiltration because you need to have it go to the nucleus and integrate and all that and if then it needs which, to we're, go
0: we're already seeing with sars etc these aren't these aren't rare events right there is this two-way trafficking um, yeah in sars
2: it is and that's what scared me a lot um shortly before the omicron came so and it's not said that with the mutation of the receptor binding domain that's all gone <laughs> That's the problem.
0: But clinically, it's definitely changed.
2: Yes, it wasn't that severe, and that's how it it would naturally go. I'm not so sure that Omicron is natural, but... uh, Well, you know, know.
0: this this would be a point that I would... Not a point, it's an interesting hypothesis that Jay puts forward, which is that Omicron was always there.
2: And... I don't think... Would we see these N-terminal domains in the crystallography like that? I, th- I I I get it. You don't have that crystallography picture that I shared where you see them. It's it's. I agree that um, we have oddities. I, I discussed some oddities. I think it was Clucky um that I did discussed that with. But um, I'm. Am it's basically some of the non structural proteins are far more um, away from um the usual SARS-CoV-2 that's what i got reported but there might have been some like recombination event even but if we if you just look at the spike then you could have kind of linear evolution ideas but um and it is actually um looking fairly similar in the n terminal domain which resemble the GP one twenty homologies, the the mosaic um homologies that are described as a technique for vaccine surfaces. So um I don't Think that these N terminal domain loops and all that would be there if it was circulating all the time prior to that. Um, I would want to see it. I was very interested in the paper that um, um, I think Charles pulled it or Key with the pseudomonas or Daoyu. With the pseudomonas um plus meat that had the sequence of the spike, like oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, but, but it it missed the rs in the oh, in, in the, sight, yeah. Uh, yeah, arginines, yes, and the arginines are actually in the fear clearance like that thing that you need that's yeah. published for h b at least, <laughs> you mm. know
0: <laughs> but again that there's yeah. there's these little tells that there was. Something going on in the in the background. Like I say, whether it's Chinese, whether it's American, or, or just the corporate yeah. corporate fascist. I wanted state. to
2: tell the story of Merkel's travel to Wuhan, right? Uh, sorry. So say basically,
0: that. I'll say that again.
2: I was talking about that um project um SFB um, TRO sixty where Germany funded basically research in Wuhan Mm. also on HIV, but um, they... um... HIV, GP120, basically, but it went from um, 2009 to 2018, but in 2017, Ulf Dittmar of that pod project was present at the Tongi Medical College, and they inaugurated their new collaborative lab, and I was like, okay, but I thought it ended in 2018, but they did a collaboration lab and i i haven't figured out where exactly that lab is located but the tongi medical college the union hospital and the tongi um um hospital are very close to the chinese cdc that is in the area of the huanan market but interestingly enough um angela merkel traveled to china and we had a press release on her press conference in um what that said on the 7th of September 2019 where she says she traveled to Beijing and now she traveled to um the day after she traveled to Wuhan and visited the Tongyi Hospital and she visited Webasto, a company, a German automobile part supplier. Usually, we know it for for the the heating, the, the um, uh, stand heating. Um, but uh, when you look at it, she was in a sub supplier from Webasto called Clean Laser, and Clean Laser is producing surface disinfection lasers, like for bench work. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, interesting. And we have the surface stability paper from the Semmelweis University from one year later. Mm, the and one we looked at last know,
0: time, the atomic force.
2: With the atomic force, right. And the, and the stability that Charles also mentions, because it was, it was in September 2020. It was like, ooh, that's not good. Like, we, I, I sometimes had this, but I'm not the one who wants to make panic or drive you into some experimental gene transfection shots or I'm profiting from something. I'm profiting so not <laughs> because I'm restricted basically from every side. and. Yeah, ba- basically Merkel had that two days travel on seventh of um, September two thousand and nineteen, and it's very interesting to know that they have this project exactly at the Tongi um, Medical uh, College, and that there uh, was there was a, there was a <laughs> lot of
0: suspicious stuff again? going down around that time. Lord. Yeah, and
2: <laughs> said it was September of two thousand nineteen. Mm that they shut down um, the Wuhan lab and erased all the data and t- had it taken over by military. Mm. That's what he said in, to, to Congress. Have you, heard, like, have, and, and... have you
0: heard the anecdote that, um, oh shit, <laughs> it slipped my mind. Now what the example I wanted to give Yeah, you, you carry on. It'll come to me in a second. Sorry.
2: No, I was just um, talking about the timing oddities and I remember that in September I had the pressure to go back on Twitter Mm -hmm. So because I was cancelled from Twitter prior to 2019. Mm -hmm. And um, then I saw these rumors about these um, pneumonia in Maryland in summer and then... There was some signals in September, so I went back to Twitter and I remember early October that I had the urge to get it working. you know it's like it was that timing. I can confirm that from my own like spidey senses <laughs> uh,
0: God so. bless them
3: the well i guess i I guess the
0: point we're we're aiming towards is that. that that we have evidence rather rather than talking about the nature of the methods as being can't say not critical of, of course it's critical but um we we have this body of evidence in in the literature plus your own experience versus right now what is this Again, I'm I I, I I'm going to just refer to it as uh, cooey Gnosticism, right? And we we need to get into a position where um, you're able to speak. I, I know you're not feeling well at the moment, but, but to be speaking r- regularly, unlike your own space, and mm. and potentially j- just doing what I'm doing, because there will be so many people that would want to you, you know ask ask your advice and uh, you know especially the money wise um you know I just I just do it as um you give what you can
1: right? yeah
0: and that that works and you know the fact that you should be struggling right now whilst you're doing such important work is um well we have to do our very best to remedy that situation
2: but, which we do. i would i would appreciate and thank everyone right now i'm in a position you know i i had that lips yellow um uh like antibiotic resistant bug Bacteria. Uh, you,
0: you keep dropping out. I don't know whether it's like you're getting alerts on your phone or something. You might want to... Oh, mu- sorry. Yeah, you might want to mu- mute them or something. Um, I, I, I didn't catch what you said because of the, um... the phone.
3: Hello? Sorry. Uh, yeah, you still there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, So...
0: As a t- to take a tangent, um, what do you make of the premise that you, you get a s- clone? Uh, sorry, I lost. Oh, I you lost, lost the connection. The, so I wanted to, I wanted to veer off in a in a different direction somewhat, which, which is to the idea that the clone cannot maintain infectivity because of regression towards a sort of quasi-species mean does that okay we
2: we had an outbreak in the hospital where i learned where i live close by where i my neighbors work and actually part of my family was in the hospital due to a situation which was not infectious in the first glance but when she uh, was sent out of the hospital. Um, they called her afterwards and said well your PCR is positive. Mm-hmm. She didn't feel bad in that moment but she had contact with parts of other parts of the family. Mm-hmm. So uh, after a little while some symptoms occurred <laughs> and I was I was getting involved because they were trying to get uh, diagnostics and it wasn't that easy at that time. And so I did, at least with one of them, the testing and I did like not only the PCR but all the um, other like protein detection. Basically the lateral flow, flow. yeah it has more insecurity, it's not that sensitive like the PCR but it's a good checking test. And if you get a positive result and it's coherent with the other results and the clinics, then you can have confidence in your diagnosis, not only from one test. And the CT value was at like 23. Mm. And the primers were okay and, and like this. So um, I checked on that one. And the other one was like, I had just have cough. They weren't too old and they weren't too prior uh, conditioned. Mm. But that one, one day in the course where I treated the one that I had, and was in contact with, and just heard from the other ones. Woke up blue, or didn't woke up, wake up, and was blue. So, like oh, stroke and pulmonary, um, pulmonary embolism, and prior to that, it's just a cough, little bit coughing. That's you know, and I tried. I I would want. to to have him on the medication as well but they didn't contact me they were sufficient with um, the some tips I gave but they didn't call me directly so I lost someone in that situation and and of course the hospital didn't make it better with the ventilation and medication after that probably and I haven't looked into that um, that uh, history too much but i'm sure oh, there's, there's I definitely
0: am... a history there the the iatrogenic issue it is big
2: I mean, I mean my personal family we didn't talk about it um no it, it's two years ago and we didn't even have the chance to talk about that death so and my my father as well. You know, he, he died 11 days after the booster. So it's... I'm not the one telling you the uh, nasty stories of the virus because I want to make you fear and make you take the jab. My dad died 11 days after it. And he was coerced into it.
0: Yeah, as were many. As were many.
2: <laughs> yeah, but my dad was kind of end of um not end of stage but like he had a condition that was like terminal mm. yeah but he might have rattled on for <laughs> years
0: right till they uh
2: right make it better and that's the whole point what we are talking about because i know he had tau protein he already had tau protein before he got these injections and lo and behold he got worse oh. mm. Wouldn't have told you that. Mm. Yeah, that um, you
0: know. Well, it's it's rage inducing that, yeah. that this sort of effect was unleashed on such a mass scale. Yeah. And you know, I, know, I know many that have just been damaged on both sides of the equation.
2: I got lectured about that situation in theory in 2002. So I knew I would be on the front lines two times as an MD, being civilian, not knowing intel, not being in the chain of command. But I didn't want to be in the chain of command. I actually chose to not go into studying medicine via the military. And I considered doing that because I knew that they were doing all the research in the, into the bioweapons stuff. I started to study medicine because of me being interested in bioweapons because I wanted to know how to defend against it. And my, my supervisor said, well, you have zinc finger proteins in every cell. And think, finger, Google it. Think, antiviral protein. You yeah, have yeah. Inhib-
0: I'm, I'm, I'm very familiar with it. But the thing so is, the thing is, though, it, it doesn't work all the time because people get sick.
2: In combination, you need to to like pull all the defenses, hmm. like do entry inhibition, and not only one way of entry inhibition, but all the ways you know like inhibit ace 2 binding and b- inhibit um endosomal entry and inhibit like maybe uh, the the um cholinergic binding <laughs> you know i i, I picked nicotine plasters in one patient who had like prior condition neurologically because she got worse and it worked the symptoms were better <laughs> so it's sometimes it's trial and error with your patients if they get kind of individual symptoms and you kind of extrapolate on what you've seen in the data to the clinics and the treatment maybe and she had like i think a few days she had she had this. It was nicotine chewing gum or something like that. I think it was. Oh,
0: like... one of my favorites.
2: <laughs> it was a weird adv- advice to give, but you know, it, I the the Heinzberg study barely didn't ha- have have ex smoker or smoker in them. It was all non smokers in Heinzberg, in our first cohort. So
0: you had E Valley there.
2: No, 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 I mean nicotine. Um, In in the Heinsberg study, which is the first cohort analyzed by Hendrik Streeck of that TR-60, where he went into the households and checked the household contacts and the prevalence of um, the virus in that first cohort in the Rhine region um, early 2020. And... um, in the clinical data from the severe COVID cases, like thirty percent had has had gastrointestinal symptoms rather than pulmonary, and I think there were one non former smoker and no other smoker. Um, all of them were non smokers, so that that was with the um, nicotinic acetylcholine um, um, receptor binding homology. You know, getting you're getting where I go. Uh, Did I lose? L- uh,
0: no? I'm kind. I'm kind of following. Keep going.
2: Yeah, basically, <clears throat> as far as I know, we saw that this um, spike also, or the virus, also binds to the nicotinic acetylcholine yeah. receptors, which is a neural um, uh, transmitter. Yeah. Uh, receptor and, and there's this muscarinic and nicotinic um, transmitter uh, receptors for, uh, and and basically that's the muscular and plate and the sarin, the nerve gas, has this kind of as, as a toxin has um, effects on that um, receptor so it expresses in a certain clinical way So if you have like like, um, um, muscular tingles when you're getting infected with the SARS-CoV-2 and and get more neurological symptoms then it would be reasonable to think, okay, maybe that's the interference with the nicotinic receptors, and maybe if you give a little bit nicotine, then it can work as a competitive inhibitor to the virus binding to these receptors. That was the the reason um, that I discussed it with that patient, and just because we don't have this... Uh, RCTs on kind of these approaches doesn't mean that I can't talk with my cli- um, client and so explain if, the problem. Uh, and and are there, she can um, try.
0: Are there examples of, I wouldn't be surprised at one or two, but despite protein and as a corollary the vaccine, how much do you think that
3: they're... Uh,
0: that they're capable of this cholinergic pathway attack, the the assault on the uh, autonomic nervous system. Is, is, is it is, is it common in other viruses to see one? Or I mean, we've got more than one here, but um, maybe, you know, maybe that's just an easy question in,
3: in PubMed. But. you know the oh. your, your your immediate
0: thoughts on that on that question i'm sorry
2: i was a little bit distracted because sorry just...
0: how much cholinergic toxicity is is there in other coronaviruses
2: not that i know of I think it's very special that we have investigated this virus so deep. But, you know, these um, uh, there were, like, signals of these, uh, like, tremors as a vaccine reaction and all of that. So it's like... Um, I'm pretty certain that that has kind of relation to the nicotinic um, transmitters um, line pretty much like from the clinics um, is related to that and i I don't I don't know, maybe you could ask Charles, because I guess that's one of the surfaces that would be mapped in a bioweapon uh, assessment study, you know? Yeah, but, I, I, I don't see any... It's not that we know of any typical nicotinic uh, binding virus that's making typical these um, um, things, maybe... Um, the rabius receptor was something isn't it yes
0: um, but, that, but it that that has homology with uh, the nicotinic receptor um that's that's yeah. why there's um that factor
2: and this and, and all of that you know that's that's the and uh, the, the nicotinic i think i i I'm, I'm actually not so sure on that but it's not too many like maybe botulinus toxin um'
0: i'm I'm looking for this. I just did a search for cholinergic activity cells right just just to quickly get a feel, and I don't see anything everything's very recent yeah Let's uh
3: give me an early one Um. Uh. Sickness leave is calling,
0: um, I need to go to family so. uh, um yeah, that's nothing to do with SARS there. So so every well the, the medical literature is pointing to the fact that the cholinergic activity is unusual, which is something yeah. that I've been talking about for a long time. That those epitopes exist on the gene transfections. And <laughs> we're well it's up to people it's up to you you're, you're the clinician uh we're all we're all sort of looking towards you to uh, help people through this yeah
2: yeah you know my oath contains a, a, a sentence where i am obliged to care for my own health first to be there for my patients and uh, it's in this situation, it's hard to like detach in a way and say, okay, I'm not doing patients anymore. But it's also frightened because everyone says work harder and do more patients, then you get your pay. You need 1,000 patients in three months and you won't do it with 100. Okay. You know, it's like. Um, So I would really appreciate um, help right now because usually I get paid after uh, delivery. (laughs) But I'm delivering um, for a while now and uh, due to the shadow ban and and the limitations, it's only this little crowd that kind of knows me good enough to uh, overlook... (laughs) <laughs> mistakes I do, or whatever, you know, it's like some nasty language, or whatever.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> um, uh, that's <laughs> part of the course nowadays. So, uh...
2: oh, the contact to you, mister. <laughs> nasty
0: Rocky.
2: You know, maybe I get a lot of heat because of that. Um, but you know, I don't care. We are all humans, and every human. Happened is allowed to have his own mind, despite in my country, I'm not allowed to have some opinions I I don't have, because every human is a human for me. And, you know, I want to work with everyone and, and, yeah, if people spitting in my face directly or indirectly, and my, most of the time it's indirectly. It's like being the ghost in the room. But I think some people know that, like Charles Rixie or Jessica Rose, and you also, you have done a good job with, with all the platforms you build. So if you would want to help me, I would be thankful.
0: Well, I, I, I'm more than happy to hit the bunker behind you to, and it's something we can do relatively quickly and I I, I don't know, maybe maybe a sort of quasi seminar clinic type approach. Um look there's a lot of a lot of people out there that have been left in a bad way. Yeah. yeah and
2: I the other research connections I have um want to have me on air as well. So um you know it's just like not that I started with it right now and they um, they would appreciate it, I think, as well. The ones um, that I talked to in English, and um, actually, I'm I'm trying to set up a research institute um, with a um, like funding society with ethics council on it to be independent, to have the opportunity to have like clinical trials with human um, subjects in an ethical way, um, to just. Only uh, from from the scientific results and not from the pay of the product supplier. Who you know, maybe we can find something out uh, in the future. But I need to, like, survive this. Yeah, we got to keep you
0: in the game, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, there's too many uh, too many casualties at the moment. Um, can't have that. Yeah,
2: you know, friendly fire is not helping. You know, I'm. I'm not. If, if JC says, okay, well, let's bury the the um, um, axe, mm. smoke, smoke peace pipe, and then. We go on with it. I get it. You can build tanks of infectious clones, plasmids, but that's not my reality that I saw here. And so many people who were following the no virus thing, it was huge in 2020 here. And it's still huge. We have that challenge by... um, Lanka is German. So, (laughs) like... Everyone's circling back to Lanka, and and he's big here. He, he still has the measles um, um, law um, um, attacks. Like, is measles isolated, so we can't have a measles mandate? I'm all for no measles vaccine mandate. I would support it, but not on that track, path. Mm-hmm. It's no use from my perspective, and I think it's it's like harming more than it's helping yeah. but I have the same objection I have the same objection to to the system as Robert Kennedy Jr mm. and I don't know why I need to be framed with, he, with a, as a contact of you all of the ones he's promoting you know um, I, I don't know why it needs to be this um, black and white either you're with us or you're against us mm. I think that's Narrative or something like, like mm. or something. Yeah, it's but odd. Um, when, it might be American, you know. I don't know, but you know, I I don't want to point at nations or skin colors. You know, I'm the blondling that gets targeted most by this one.
0: <laughs> wow.
2: as a Caucasian, right? Yeah, was it like that?
0: Wow. So we'll make sure
2: not very racist to talk about how to get the darker skin colored out of the ICU. For they have to look at their vitamin D levels when you live up there where we grew up, you know. But that's not racist, not at all. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not sure if someone, um, you know, it's that clip that JC played into it with that little girl with the with the ice cream. Yeah, Was it a know, comment know. direction that you would be brutal in front of a girl or whatever? Was it an uh, it's like I don't know. All these <laughs> I all this framing like stuff happened to me. There were politicians putting me in the far outright um um frame for talking about Herbal remedies, or uh, like police raids into practices of physicians. That's and, and I was compared to Hitler in my face. You know, I don't like that. It's it's so an th- this, insult, th- this is
0: why I go all out in the in the fashion that I do because we're at the point of no return now. I don't think there's any um, middle ground. To be achieved in that in that space anymore. It it, it's been such an effective weapon for them for the last few decades. They won't let it go. But for sure. Well, we we can, but just hope that it things improve. But the.
2: I I really appreciate there was there was uh, the Council of Jews that were defending Clemens Arwey. Do you know Clemens Arwey? No. Let's talk about someone who really stood up against these vaccines. Clemens Mm. Arwey, University of Innsbruck. He wrote uh, a summary about the nonsensical approach of mRNA vaccines. In summer of 2020 and stuck out his head really far. He's a biologist, he was a biologist, and he's now dead because he was framed as alt-right, he was defamed, he was ridiculed, he was said he doesn't know anything about biology, he's just a gardener, all of that. And now he's dead. I was in contact with him for my first press conference. And, you know, there there were huge, huge attacks blown at people that stuck out their heads. So they lost their lives. And it's not fair to call everyone out there being in contact with raccoon, nasty speaking language McCarran. Someone who didn't do anything and just is after money. Yes, I'm broke because I spent all my money for that,
0: you know? Been in the fight. Yeah, for a
2: long while. Mm. I I got Judy Mikovic's book in summer 2019 prior to publishing The Plague of Corruption.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, she has been vindicated, I think, in much more criticisms she's just such a difficult person to listen to though Mm, i don't
1: think so
0: very i don't know yeah it's classic fast talking makes lots of i don't know front loading with names all the time and um,
2: okay, I need to go, my family is Oh yes, already. yes, yes. I have a fever so I need to go, okay,
0: okay Well you, you feel better and um, we'll carry on with the with the methods which I think this is just round one So.
2: Yeah so ask Mary or, or Christy Laura Grace or someone who's really into biochemistry and that but that's basically what I learned as a bench worker and, and um, what I did um and you know what the the gel electrophoresis and the blotting and all of that and that's protein biochemistry and you can picture them and you can picture like with a chest x-ray your um bodily proteins and foreign proteins and you can do all kinds of different stuff with it you don't need to isolate them you pu- purify them and test them mm.
0: no. Yeah again okay, yeah uh, uh, okay, yeah I'll let you go I'm just amazed that we're still seeing this type of um I'm not going to say schizoid but <laughs> just tiring um obfuscations but anyway thank you Joanna
2: maybe it's agent provocateurs you know maybe mm. it's that mm. sometimes but I I'm I it's I don't fucking care Just stop talking bullshit
0: Yeah, yeah. there's more important things to do right now
2: Yeah, you know, it's interesting If someone is a useful idiot or a a perpetrator Or just um, asking questions in a polite way I'm all for explaining questions And if you come in, in in conversation over such a dispute then you can maybe find common ground where nobody saw something so it's good if we get into discussions but it's not good to like close each other off with purity testing right <laughs> very
0: much so and okay well we'll continue okay, this okay. please please go take care yeah. of uh, the kids and then yeah. we'll speak later
2: Yeah, bye-bye, thank you, and bye to the crowd. I didn't see any text from you, sorry.
0: Sorry. (laughs) You can watch the replay. It'll be in the bottom left-hand corner. All right, Joanna, take
3: care. Bye. Right. Bye-bye.
0: Yes, okay, so there we are, Joanna. Um, You know, I I think it important right now, particularly as there seems to be this push towards... Um, scientific Gnosticism. That it's important to go through methods. It would be great to get Mary uh, involved in this discussion. Um, of course, anyone else who would like to join. Um, I, I just I, it will it will just help us navigate the the scientific terrain and. That is of import. So, let me just uh, quickly check the chat. Just do everything else. And then, that's two streams for me today. So, hang on. bit Refresh, refresh, refresh. All right, let's go up here. And, uh, yes, hey, uh, Matt, you can have. It's, oh, I've got a new one. I haven't edited it yet, though, so. Um, hey.
1: <laughs> right.
0: uh, let's see stuff about licorice. Uh, yeah, I think all you guys swapping notes for taking care of each other. Um, The doc approves uh let's see there you have another glimpse into how the german system works you're not allowed to recommend any downstream things if you prescribe Mm, interesting i thought NAC is used with overdosing patients yeah it's also used as a regular supplement i take um i take it um is it that it's not that expensive i think i paid like 20 bucks for three months supply and it was now brand, so I don't know. I, I kind of trust them. Um, I don't know. I, I, again, you know, find your balance. I guess. Uh, let's see. Uh, Is not Marburg University talking about vaccine injuries right now? And <laughs> Shouldn't they just be talking about the uh, the virus that they were partially responsible? Partially, you even say fully responsible for. <laughs> It's not like those monkeys would have made it to uh, Marburg uh, without assistance, right? Uh, Curious, Knuckle says, AIDS is not going away after release of the LAV. Mm. Um, well, you know, it's like Charles was saying earlier, right? Um, they've actually, <laughs> it may be they've assaulted us with the systemic AIDS. We're still trying to figure that bit out. <laughs> um let's see hush hush vouchers have great power these days i don't know what that means but it means if you want to send uh, a donor to the good dog i highly recommend visiting mccann dojo that's right your front line on the information warfare trenches uh please go there you can find uh, links to uh, help me grow patreon uh, have my own payment processing stripe powered licks bit so all safe uh stream fags gay pal should you uh swing that way buy me a coffee subscribe star all forms of cryptocurrency gladly accepted and uh yeah you can watch the stream there join the discord get an email etc and uh but,
3: but, but, what did i have oh, clear the Never
0: mind. So many intelligent people were suckered by this. Why not the DoD? Mm. Were the DoDs suckered or were they part of the orchestration? I think they were definitely a very large cog in this machine. Um... The issue that's really just begun to stand out to me in the last three years is the degree and,
3: yeah, I guess, efficacy of causing, causing people to crash. And,
0: you know, by... or or, or the siloing uh, the siloing is making it such that you could people could be part of this weaponized system not realize it that 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 much is very clear to me so could the d i think it could be both i guess is the answer to the question and i'm i'm going to tend to lean in with charles assessment he has on the ground experience uh ongoing contacts and my perception is is that dod personnel you know those that were minded to sort of sign up etc are not happy not happy but w- could there be elements within there of course of course but then you just get down to the question how are you going to clean those institutes we all know my uh prescription <laughs> Uh, let's see. And AIDS is not going. Right yeah, I did that. It was a compelling concept, but I personally admit one that didn't rely on bioweapon fascism. That's a baseball sized black pill. It is a baseball sized black pill. Um, but we are, it, it's not all going all their way, is it? We're able to coordinate and, if we're functional, get, get information out to people. And, you know, talking with, like I say, someone to have clinical and uh, an established research discipline that's so, it's, it's, it's so useful for us. And, you know, she, she obviously needs to get more, um, more coverage and more space. But again, she was, uh, Joanna was banned. unbelievable uh prophet burger with the chat sir we need to uh we need to have a stream one day <laughs> people are requesting it and we should catch up uh let's see spell it again the hiv vaccine candidates being developed under the program i don't get what that means uh there were hiv cov hybrid vaccine works in several labs since the turn of the century uh interesting st nick um uh point to zotero yes nick zotero um another resource to leverage um let's see multi-vector inhibitory polyphenols who were um nick i've seen the paper about cannabinoids inhibiting sars maybe again you know what's what may be a signal in a test tube may not always carry through but um look the doc approves of uh how should we say <laughs> self-medication uh da, 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 da. let's see so does the nicotinic receptor have any correlation to certain former e health employees transitioning to vape products was that the antidote vector Huff Malone one on one of the interviews. Um, again, I don't know. <sighs> like bringing bringing in infected vapes, potentially, potentially it might be a thing. Um, I don't I don't think it would take precedent over other data. Like you know, I I think priority should be an independent investigation of the E Valley cases. And I am not saying that those were SARS. I'm just saying it should be excluded for so we can help tidy up the data set that we do have. Um Yeah, I hear a lot of good things about Lion's main. Um The doc would be good putting videos on WTYL. Uh we do go on to WTYL, yes, uh for everyone. Y- you can use Live to watch the streams and other you can join and you can upload videos All right we really should leverage this uh, this architecture and infrastructure that we've built look at what's happening to substack right now um venture capital frozen and how many other emerging platforms could just get wiped out overnight Whereas at least this way we've got archiving, everyone can contribute. It's entertaining, etc., etc., etc. And yeah, it would it would be in my mind something a high priority to maintain in the coming turbulence. All right, um, Red Beggar says thank you, Joanna. We love raccoon nasty language, McKed. That's uh, I salute you. Uh, now I go a bit OTT. Look, you try doing this every day and try and make it entertaining. I challenge you. Uh, uh, uh. Uh... Let's see. Cole Kino says, The US epidemic is single mothers and weak men, just to make it easier for the system to control. Um... I think there were radical changes made in living memory where we enabled the well the seeds of destruction of the nuclear family was this um provision for women to to, to become wage earners and it wasn't it, in my mind i don't see the emancipation for every uh tick video you see of some uh diversity hired uh, princess there are loads of women stuck in cubicles and factory jobs and uh, um i bet if you ask them they wouldn't have mind being uh back home looking after the kids etc where you could have one wage earner but now all that's been blown away and now now what do we have we have trannies is gunning down little kids in schools. That's how far it's gone. What a mess. What a mess. Now, look. People are going to say, Oh, God, that, that horrible Dr. McCann. That dairy. How dare he? How double-dog dare he talk about these things? And I'm... <laughs> You know, I'm I'm down with, but maybe a bit more. Uh, how we say? We need some biblical standards. Let the uh, let the Sharia flow. That's what I say. Let the Sharia flow. Bring it. Get things back under control. Get the usury under control. Man, Tranny's gunning down kids. How the fuck does that even get into the school? How do, uh, <laughs> Where did the diversity mongering politics warp reality so much that as they sat there around discussing and interviewing with this person, they didn't just sit there and go, that's a dude in a fucking dress. <laughs> Was there not... Has that reaction gone? Am I, am, I the, am I the last of a dying breed? <laughs> I know I got on the shit. I was a comment in the chat right about single mothers and uh man, you're gonna pay the price. Families fa- family is hard, and this idea that you can you can have this fantasy credit usury-driven fantasy and, and, and disrupt those natural orders. Holy shit. Well, <laughs> we're kind of we're kind of seeing the results now, right? <laughs> I saw some tweet where they were they were whinging about CNN misgendering. <laughs> They're so fucking with you, folks. Catch up the chat. What's the chat say? Hang on. Uh, is at the bottom right.
3: Uh, I guess it jumped something. Uh, I did that about cannabinoid.
0: Did that. Did that. Did that. Chemical alley. The world has a severe lack of common sense. Hmm. It's certainly in short supply at the moment, but I just, I just think it's being leveraged by um, people that have the power to flip levers and switches on these massive and ultra-complex interconnected systems we've come to rely on. And like they realized they could weaponize the uh, medical, biomedical, sorry, the biowarfare space, um yeah, I like I like I wish I just had a better answer for the single mother thing. More burkers That's what I say. Um Let's see, Josie says, the doc is right. It hasn't all gone their way. After all, we survived all the vaccines we've been given till now, with or without SV40 in them. Now there is a new challenge to all our immunity. Many folks have the ability to carry infections in great amounts, so more likely to infect others with many illnesses who are stronger than their model shows. Yeah, man, life, life is tough. Life finds a way. Right. And, you know, I I think myself and Charles are very much in accordance that um, that the primary goal for this type of weaponry was incapacitation and so you know you're not dead so you've got space to uh time to learn to adapt to it and i know so many people who who just sort of dm me about their covid etc and it takes takes months man um rest good supplementation good food um Try try not to watch uh, too much nonsense. Trad wives will save the world. I'd like to think so, but, um, look, sad fact is,
2: <laughs> I didn't...
0: Well, prior to getting married and everything as a young man, I, I, I would have been, uh, how should we say, more... Um, I like the fact that there were chicks out there who would, who would look up. So, uh, you know, maybe it's a case of, yeah, you need some space for the kids to do their stuff. But um, by the time you hit 40, they, uh, <laughs> the boots should come down. Uh, let's see. This obsession with inclusivity and identity politics has spun way out of control. People are becoming deranged and distracted by nonsense. I talk about exploitation or inequality to students, and 90% have no inkling of what I'm talking about. All they want to hear is about gender, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Yes. Um, it's it's stunning in how the Gramscian march through the institutes has been so successful. <laughs> You're witnessing its fruits. And again, how much... Of course, you have to be conscious of um, how much is being, again, orchestrated, so that you're just having to respond, and, uh, I, I don't know, I got say, hey, I'm, I'm just sort of winding up the stream, well, that oh, bloody hell, it's 1.30 a.m., uh, let me just check this, uh, 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 and, uh, no change there, so I will, uh, call it quits, um, like I said, we'll be, Getting up a web page quickly for Joanna and some links to support her, and I'll I try my best to sort of guide her into um, something like this. She can she can do the clinic side, and um, man, man, people like her are precious. People like Charles are precious. There's not many of them. So with that, folks, uh, I am gonna call it quits and i will see you in the next one uh, maybe tomorrow morning so oh my borders yeah. yes all right i am out of here take care god bless Bro, you don't know how angry i am you
2: do i like i was just leaving for fucking work you do not understand our fucking first off after reading that online i would be arrested for not taking a
1: fucking vaccine fuck these papers I will fucking kill each fucking capper, I
0: swear! This is not a fucking joke anymore! This is fucking dead serious! I am fucking dead serious! These people don't know who the fuck they're actually saying,
1: Fuck these cappers! No fucking vaccine or M.I.A. or ever throw you are fucking God, blood blood! Never! No!
0: All that five. is good. So
1: technically about